I don't really know him with all like the platitudes of like wounded warrior or um, hero or he, he is absolutely. But I got to know him as a person, right? As like as as John, as, as a follower of Christ. I didn't really see the wheelchair or the brain injury or all these other issues. So I I really kind of feel very fortunate. Um, but then it was more after the fact, like like into our marriage, it became actually pretty overwhelming for me. Welcome back to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. I'm your host, Christy Graham. And the 4th of July is coming up this weekend. So we wanted to take time to honor the men and women who continue to put their lives on the line for the freedoms that we enjoy here in the United States of America. If you follow this podcast regularly, you know that honoring our military is something I care deeply about because it's really personal to me. A life of service is all that I've known. I'm an army brat and now a military spouse. And so I've grown up knowing and loving many friends and family, and many are still serving today. And I've seen the sacrifice firsthand, and I know the burden our military and their families carry every day to keep our nation free and protected. In episode three of this podcast, we highlighted the Samaritan's Purse Project, Operation Heal Our Patriots. If you haven't heard it, I encourage you to go back and listen because Samaritan Lodge Alaska is truly a life-changing experience. We'll talk about it some today, but if you wanna hear the full story, go back and listen. But what a lot of people don't know is that this week-long retreat is just the beginning. Operation Heal Our Patriots, or OHOP, as you'll hear it said in this episode, is something that gives couples the opportunity to grow in spiritual refreshment, physical renewal, and marriage enrichment. But as beneficial as this week-long trip to Alaska is, it can be hard for couples to go back to the daily demands of life. And we don't want this week to be just a spiritual high. We in Samaritan's Purse want to partner with these military couples for life, supporting them, praying for them, and walking with them through the good times and bad times as they come home. With me on the podcast today is Greg Duvall, who serves as the Educational and Discipleship Manager for Operation Heal Our Patriots. He served in the military for seven years, and now he's using his background to help lead our aftercare program and minister to the couples long after their week in Alaska. The Lord uses our gifts and backgrounds and brings people into our life. I love that too. We did an episode, um, episode three. You know, Mm -hmm. we did a full feature on the trip in Alaska at Samaritan Lodge. And I love sharing that story. And if if you wouldn't mind, because you've been there, you know, from your perspective, I'd love to know um, about Alaska through your eyes. Uh, But then I do, I want to talk about aftercare today. Great. Yes. Uh, the Alaska tr- Alaska trip is um, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a marriage retreat where we send uh, have the privilege of sending ten combat wounded veteran couples to enjoy the the pristine beauty of the Alaskan wilderness, mm-hmm. and so they have this shared experience of hiking and uh, catching crazy amounts of fish, and usually get to see bears and and other things. Um, together, mm-hmm. uh, it's also an opportunity for them to focus on each other for mm-hmm. a week uh, with no distractions, no cell phones, no kids, um, where our chaplains walk them through a number of marriage enrichment classes. And and I think they get to know each other, many of them in, in ways that they never have mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And I agree too, it's our favorites as a marriage and a couple, our favorite times are there because the Lord I think speaks in a mighty way and speaks to your hearts. And you know, we know 
the wounds of war are deep. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of healing needing to take place. And in the daily grind, you don't allow, you know, you're you're not able to do that. So I love Alaska. It is truly a mountaintop experience. And I think the Lord speaks greatly. And like you said, marriages are changed. People come to Christ. Mm -hmm. They do marriage renewals, uh, baptisms. I mean, there's true change and healing. Um, And so I love it. And I think it's wonderful. But I also think the aftercare is invaluable. And it is, I wouldn't say more important, but it helps you because life isn't a mountaintop experience. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we go home and we're bombarded with life and sometimes it's not pretty. And that's where I think Satan challenges, especially these new believers. You know, here they are new in Christ. And so Satan is on attack and he uses maybe pain and addictions and things in their past to haunt them. So Mm -hmm. talk to me about the importance of aftercare and the way you're able to walk these couples through their new life in Christ. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, You're right, Uh, God is a miracle worker Mm -hmm. in Alaska. Mm -hmm. Um, I think on the aftercare side of things, a big part of our role is is to remind them that um, Alaska did happen. You know, they have mm-hmm. this incredible week and then they get home and life didn't stop happening, mm-hmm. you know, and they're faced with a bombardment of of challenges and, and struggles and uh, demands on their time and so on. So a big, a big um, priority for us is to remind them that the same God who worked in your, in your lives and your hearts and your mm-hmm. marriages in Alaska is the same God who's gonna carry you through all of these uh, struggles, mm-hmm. all of these issues that you're walking through now, it's the same power that that brought healing to your marriage in Alaska that's going to continue that healing work uh, in your marriage back home as well. So I think that's a big a big part of the aftercare side. Um, you know the the way we do this is is through frequent contacts. Mm. Uh, by phone, text, social media, Zoom now, and uh, and others. Uh, through those avenues, we do a good bit of counseling as well. Uh, we have gatherings around the country uh, the, from the annual reunion to the uh, weekend-long marriage retreats and uh, gatherings, uh, smaller gatherings in local churches as mm-hmm. well, anything to get folks together, remind them that mm-hmm. we are here and available to uh, to encourage and to support them and um, ultimately to point them to Christ and to mm-hmm. his church. I had the privilege to talk with a few of these couples about their experience with the program. The first couple I want you to meet is John and Christina. Christina met John after his injuries in Afghanistan in 2010. Shortly after they got married, they realized that they weren't equipped to manage their circumstance alone. Military service. Um, I, I joined up as a medic and then I um, changed my job to, to be a scout. Um, then uh, we got deployed a couple times and uh, got shipped out to Afghanistan. We were hit with um, 300 pounds of homemade bomb. And by God's grace, all five of us survived, even though uh, split the truck and threw the part that we were in down this cliff. I got a brain injury um, and my feet were crushed. So that's the, um, that's the, a basic overview of the injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that brain injury, I had the opportunity to relearn 
um, pretty much everything as I was in the body of a 25 year old yet had the mind of a, a, uh, two year old. Um, but nobody really gets a chance to just start over at life like that. And I wanted to capitalize off that brand new opportunity. And instead of, um, looking at it like a, like a massive loss, I wanted to look at it as an opportunity. And so this was a long healing journey and process, like you said, learning all over again. I love the way though, that you see it as a blessing. Like I get to start over afresh. So I asked earlier when, and Christina started sharing, but Christina, so there's this huge chunk of his life, you know, very significant things that happened that you weren't a part of. What is that like marrying him after the fact? Um, it's such a good question. So I think in, in a lot of ways, I'm fortunate because I, I don't, I hear other wives talk about, about how their spouses used to be. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that. Um, and then on some days it's actually kind of, to be totally honest with you, sometimes it's really overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. I feel very vulnerable talking about it. Um, I don't know why now I start crying, but you know, I just, I see John, right? I just see him. I don't see like the platitudes. I don't see the wounded warrior. I just see, you know, this man of God, he's a total leader. He's really good looking. Um, you know, I'm totally attracted to him. Like I'm completely in love. He loves God. We're in love. And, you know, I think we, we get married and then probably like a few months in, I start meeting the case managers and I start going to the VA and I see, you get kind of other people look at me a little differently. I don't really think I was really prepared for all this. It's actually really uh, overwhelming. I feel protective of John in a lot of ways um, because I want people to see the person that I see. And I, I believe people see him like as, as a hero and, and as like as the best. Um, but I also know that he's very, you know, we're both very vulnerable and there's a point where you you really want to find some normalcy in your new life. And so it's like, where can we, you know, fit in, in a lot of ways. And, and so this Memorial Day will be 10 years, I believe now, um, since John's injury. And so it's been, you know, this isn't like an overnight thing. This is my 10 years of recovery. Mm-hmm. And so where we're at now is like, you know, finding our new, our new normal on a, on a constant basis. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think there are, you know, there some do have, you know, have happened that way where they met after the fact. And um, so I thank you for sharing that. And, um, and even if you were with him through it all, I mean, like you said, now you don't have comparisons. Um, so you started this way and started your journey together. Can you talk to me about where your marriage was when you went to Alaska and what year did you go? go, I think 2018. Okay. Um, so, okay. It's funny when we went, quite frankly, I don't feel like things were really even that bad between us. And for some reason, I thought in my head that you had to have, you know, a really rough marriage, you know, to go. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, but we were, you know, we were accepted. And so I was like, this is going to be great. And I am so glad we went because you know what? When we came home, we needed that training from OHOP. And I had no idea what was going to happen when we got home from OHOP and how and I'm like, how hard things became and like the tools that we, we that we learned from oh was like I'm still literally using them today. We are still talking about everything that we learned there. And I just 
I just love God's love and his his knowledge of what we would have needed and what we need and where we were at. And so the Lord provided preventative healing and it sounds yeah, like it's, and it's you know, a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Like we were just given tools that we just did not have. We really did not have tools. We did not have understandings of our personalities. We did not understand, you know, I mean, I knew John was an introvert, but I had no idea how much of an introvert he was. Like until we took those like quizzes. Um, and just the way we learned how to set up like tools and, you know, like standard operating procedures or, or just like new rules, like the way that, you know, we communicate and what we, you know, won't allow and, and how we're going to talk to each other and how winning is never a goal. The goal is always to have a dialogue. And um, that was a huge thing that I, I learned um, over the past couple years through the aftercare program uh, and through OHA. That is awesome. And I love the way you say it's a toolbox because that is the goal. You know, Alaska is a marriage retreat. Um, and I think the quietness of Alaska and the p- tranquility and beauty you know, of creation there allows you to truly shut off, you know, shut out the world and the noise that usually interrupts and I think complicates marriages. Um, and so it allows that to stop so that you can hear from God and hear from each other in a new way. And so I love the way that you learn so much and got a toolbox that you can use forever. You know, it's not like it just stops there in that week because that week is amazing, but life doesn't, you know, it isn't that perfect, picture perfect, beautiful, quiet place. Life is hard, you know, and so you get home and you mentioned that it prepared you for some hard things that happened. Would you mind talking about the way that Alaska and then the Operation Healer Patriots aftercare, how have they walked with you as you've gotten home? Um, well, when we, when we got home, you know, we initially had heard from the pastors from the aftercare program just to introduce themselves. And it was really nice. Um, they just wanted to let us know, hey, we're no not a robot. I'm a real person. We know who you are and we're, we, we want to make ourselves available to you. And, um, I was, I thought that was incredibly nice. Um, I, um, I didn't think to be honest that we'd have to even use them. Um, but boy, I'm so glad that they have been there for us. The OHAP aftercare pastors have definitely been on our 911 speed dial quite a few times, um, and have really helped me um, and Don, I think, walk off the fence. But one of the unique things that we have with the aftercare program is that we're all the same. And I think we can really let our guards down and really support each other without any judgment. Where I feel that I could call another alumni and really tell her what I'm struggling with. And I just, I know that she totally understands and there's no judgment at all. And she's completely for my marriage. And that Mm-hmm. You know, that, that is a really special thing to find. Uh, I think the world is very unusual. A lot of times people want to say, I can't believe you did that or whatever. But these people are completely for our marriage mm-hmm. and for our growth and our faith and our healing. I'm so thankful for them. 
Thank you for sharing that. And um, that's just what I wanna convey to people, you know, that don't know much about the program. Um, just the importance, like you said, of fellowship and like-minded people that that get it. I mean, they get your pain. You don't even really have to share stuff, I'm sure. And they get it and they meet you where you are. But like you said, above all, they are for your marriage and they are gonna point you to Christ. Things get hard or things get tough. Are there any particular scriptures that he gave you or that you clung to in those times? Scripture that I've been clinging to for the past 10 years. God revealed this to me while, while sitting there having just lost my, what I misconstrued as my identity, that I called my, my job, my, what I do as my identity. Um, but reading in um, Paul's second letter to Corinth, chapter 10, I found that we walk in the flesh, we don't walk war according to the flesh um the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses and and it goes on but i i stuck to to repeating um this uh verses three three and four to myself as, as a reminder of, of hope that my individuality and my cause and purpose is not discarded just because it did not particularly mesh with what I was doing before. Instead, God translated my purpose and calling into something much more lifting, something that brings life, that has the potential to bring life to others. Just like John said, it's hard to leave a military career behind. The military is a lifestyle, and for many people, a family. So leaving it even in normal circumstances is difficult. But when you're forced suddenly, abruptly to leave, especially when you don't have a say in it, and you wake up in a hospital and the choice is made for you, it can be devastating. John was forced to leave his battle buddies for the hospital and physical therapy, all while finding his true God-given identity. The aftercare program allows chaplains and alumni to walk alongside people like John and Christina, shouldering their burdens and pointing them back to Christ. Once you go to Operation Hiller Patriots in Alaska, you are now part of the OHOP family. Yeah. Can you talk to me now? I know we have regional chaplains, mm -hmm. and so there's been a need to expand aftercare. So what does it look like, and can you break down the different regions to me? Yes, absolutely. So we we did. We started with one chaplain, and, oh, wow. and uh, uh, the aftercare model grew from there. We adopted the vision of providing um, regional chaplains. We broke the country down into six regions and assigned one chaplain to each one who can who can just dig deeper and and be more available and more present and and a, and a stronger presence in um, the local communities where mm. our OHOP families are. Mm. And I love that because when you're in the military, it's kind of the same way. You're in a unit, you mm -hmm. know, and they have a battalion chaplain and then a brigade chaplain. And, you know, there's there's right. a system. But when they get out of the military, you know, it can be lonely and yeah. isolating. They're used to a chain of command and they're used to, yeah, someone mm -hmm. to go to. So I think this actually has helped to give them clarity and know who is my, yeah, chaplain, who is my person to reach out to. Right. Um, and then do you do regional gatherings or how does that work in terms of, community for them. Right, yes, we do regional gatherings. Our, our goal is to have uh, at least one regional gathering in every, um, what we call high density area, you know, mm -hmm. where we have a large number of OHOP families uh, have one of those gatherings every six months. Okay. And um, 
that could be one of our fortify your marriage retreats. It could be um, a gathering at a at a local church where we have a meal and a and, and a marriage enrichment class, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things do so much for us. I, I think um, one thing for our our OHOP families, it's easy to think that we're alone in this and mm-hmm. we're the only ones mm-hmm. with these problems. And I, I just I know in Alaska. Uh, there, there seems to be this light bulb that goes mm-hmm. on in mm-hmm. so many of the of the couples' lives where they see, oh, you you struggle with that also, mm-hmm. and um, there's great there's great hope in that. Mm-hmm. There's great healing in that. One of the couples that experienced this light bulb moment was Rich and Ruth Reed. Rich joined the army after high school, and he served his first seven years as a reserve, and then he went active duty for the remaining ten years. When he came home, he was diagnosed with severe PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and a traumatic brain injury, and he was filled with anger and rage. Ruth explained how he was completely different and described the state of their marriage when they went to Alaska. And so I want to shed light on the importance of the aftercare program. But can you talk to me about where you were spiritually and and where was your marriage when you went to Alaska? Well, I would say that it was, I don't know. It felt devastating. It was, it got to a point of, we did not know how to, how to come to terms with some of these things. Hmm. Like we, you know, there's, it's just maybe slowly building, slowly building miscommunication, slowly building misunderstanding, slowly building anger. You know, there's slowly building just things that aren't resolved. And it just got worse. We were really angry at each other. Um, so we're we're still we're back to a cycle of, of just anger okay. with each other at this point, uh, when we went to to Alaska. And I, I remember Ruth and I seemed like we were always just angry and lashing out mm-hmm. and you know, there were times that I was even worried about our marriage surviving, to be honest with you. It was God, obviously, was God, but, right. but it's almost like the kids were the glue that mm-hmm. were keep us keeping us together. Otherwise, I don't know that we would have survived. I mean, well, it was faithfulness to to our covenant with God. Yeah, is what I had to go back to. Yeah, because I mean, our whole marriage, we've always, I've always considered it a covenant that you know, Seriously. divorce was never on the table, right. never an option. It's just not. There's nothing that she can do or I can do that. That would even make me consider divorce, but it felt. but it really got to a point where I was like even questioning that because I was so angry. Because you all felt the trapped, time. yeah, yeah, and and um, so I think Alaska came, you know, at the right time it because was. it really gave us an opportunity to just be alone, and it forced us to talk, and it forced us to look at each other and talk to each other, yeah, and it <laughs> forced us to be alone in a boat together. <laughs> And the people that OHOP has, um, I just remember just being moved to tears so many times, you know, from the very second we landed. Their love for us. And I looked out and I saw the line of people with flags. And I remember just, I just broke up. I just, and I mean, that's common. I'm sure you hear that a lot, but it just, I was a mess. And uh, because I just don't remember ever being appreciated like that to that degree. Um and it was just it, the whole week just felt so healing because everyone that they have on staff was just 
you could, their capacity to love was incredible. Their capacity to, to just give of themselves and serve strangers was just mind blowing. The whole week was just, you know, really, even though we felt like, hey, we're, our marriage isn't in trouble. We don't need marriage counseling, do we? I mean, we really almost felt like we're okay. You know, we're just going to go on this free vacation, right? To, to Alaska. And, and when I got there, I realized just kind of almost like the depths of our depravity. Like we didn't realize it mm-hmm. almost until we were, you know, confronted with it. And so it was a very healing week for us. Um, we, we did re, you know, recommit our marriage to the Lord and we yeah. did. Um, it was just really an amazing week. Well, being in, in Alaska, it was so beautiful. And there's something about the beauty of God and mm-hmm. his creation that was just so healing. My my mind and my even my body was just like relaxing and and releasing stress all week long. Um, because I guess PTSD creates so much stress and but just realizing and repenting and recognizing my own weaknesses and where I was at mm-hmm. and giving that to the Lord and, you know, re- looking at my husband, loving him and respecting him again. And mm-hmm. um, it was just the perfect opportunity to re up and make that commitment and, Hold on to that. Hold on to that commitment again. And I I agree because Alaska is just the perfect environment for you to get closer with the Lord and connect as a couple. But the reality is when you go home, it gets noisy again, right? And, And life gets hard. And so can you talk to me about coming home and just, you know, I was actually just talking to Greg Duvall, one of our chaplains, and we were talking about how Alaska is wonderful, but life doesn't stop happening when you get home. And I think Satan wants you to think that was just there, you know, but what happened with your relationship with God there is real, but it's putting it to the test when you get home. So how did God sustain your marriage when you came back from Alaska? And how did Operation Healer Patriots aftercare help you sustain that? It felt like a family. When we went home, we Mm -hmm. were not alone. And that was a huge comfort to both of us. Mm -hmm. And, And we... We still we feel to this day that you are our second family, and and whenever we see you guys and we see or we hear, um, like Luis Anda is now our um, like our local chaplain, um, and so we so we I see his messages. He shares scriptures, and then he shares um, like something encouraging, and then he he called us a couple times. So. Um, I think it's there's only so much that a chaplain can do. Um, so I would encourage, I would encourage, even though we are getting continual encouragement from OHOP to also seek someone in our area to pray. If it's maybe if it's just on the phone or something, but we need each other. But I really do agree with her about the. You know, it feels like a family. And I know every time we go on one of these reunions, we've been on a couple of the reunions and it, you see familiar faces and you see people from the group that from your week in Alaska. And it's just you're, something in your heart jumps. You know, it's just almost like seeing a, a sibling that you haven't mm-hmm. seen in, in years. And it's just really uh, 
hard to describe. And so uh, I do, I kind of look at, you know, I think the trip to Alaska really, really helped our marriage and, and, and possibly even pay, played a role in, in saving our marriage. Um, but I see the aftercare, you know, with uh, the chaplains are just amazing. And, and Greg, Greg Duvall and his wife are amazing. And I, I love their teaching at mm-hmm. that one retreat we went to. But it wasn't the ret- it was one of the retreats, the regional retreat. The regional retreat was wonderful. And um, that I really, really am a fan of those regional retreats because um, you know the the yeah. the annual uh, reunion is fantastic. But the, the, those little regional retreats mm-hmm. do so much for our marriage. And we got to know people in the area. Yeah, because that's where you're meeting families around you, and, and my wife really benefits from that. I think. Um, but Greg and his wife are just amazing and gentle. Their heart is just so gentle and it comes across and it's really, really um, comforting just to, to sit in a room with them and, and listen to them. But I, I see the aftercare program as, as a ministry of encouragement and it really is just there to just continue to encourage us not to neglect our marriages, not to, um, not to forsake your marriages and the covenant that you made. You know what? When they started, you guys started praying for us and you told us you started praying for us before our Alaska trip. Mm, yes. And I distinctly remember things yeah. shifting at that point. Yeah. I felt like the, the the hardness between us like was softening. And and so I, I believe you guys are praying for us and those prayers really, really you know, God hears those prayers and it's just a thing for us. So I felt the effect of the prayers. Mm. So I'm very grateful for that. That is really awesome. And that's why I want to highlight, yeah, the importance of aftercare and and walking with you in real life. Because like you said, Alaska is amazing. Um, and it's part of the way I believe, you know, God softens hearts, restores marriages. And that's why I have a heart for aftercare. And so can you talk to me about the local church too? Because we do encourage you to get involved in the local church. And as great as the military families are to you, you still need a local body. Um, were you plugged in prior to Alaska or did you get involved afterwards? No, we were definitely plugged in from the, uh, the day that we moved to Kansas City um, seven years ago. We, we were aware of the church that we wanted to go to. And so we, we plugged in there and um, not just on Sundays, but we, we take classes. We, and also Ruth and I volunteer uh, and we serve on staff in the, the children's equipment center, which is the, basically the youth program for the church. And so um, we, we volunteer uh, there every week. And we also, you know, I, I run the boy scout program for the church. Mm. So we're definitely heavily plugged in um, and on staff at that church. Well, and you know the reason why is because something that I've found over the years is when you bless other people, mm-hmm. when you take a little bit of time, even though it's hard in your family, um, the blessing returns. Yeah, I really agree that being being connected in church and we're, we're in a home group, a family group, and that gives us stronger relationships. And they're the he's, they're the ones that I go to. The you know the the men and that. And those families are the one I, he's the one I go to for prayer, you know, when I'm having trouble with one of my teens or if I'm having, you know, a struggle with anger or any other PTSD related issue, you know, he's aware of my background. He's not military, but he knows how to pray. He knows, mm-hmm. you know, the, 
some of the nuances of, of my things that I struggle with. And so, mm-hmm. um, he's become a real close support for me. And so I wouldn't have had that relationship if we had to plug into that, to our church. That's awesome. And that's why, you know, Samaritan's Purse, you know, every ministry they do, they want people to get plugged into the local church, you know, whether it's Operation Christmas Child, U.S. Disaster sure. Relief, Operation Heal Our Patriots. I mean, yes, we want to equip and stick with you, but there's nothing like your local church. And like you said, and I encourage people listening, get plugged in because there's no greater way to learn scripture than to practice it, right? And to share it with others. Um, and I think you're right, Ruth, when you serve others, I mean, it blesses you. Um, but I love the way that God, you know, through many different series of events, but Alaska seems to have taught you a lot and now you are teaching others. And I love that ripple effect and the way you are, cause you guys can minister to people that many others can't because you've been through hard and challenges. And God, I love the way he's used your testimony um, and your pain and your hardships to bring him glory. So I appreciate that and appreciate your faithfulness and the ways I know you pour out to alumni from Operation Heller Patriots because you now are mentors, you know, and leaders. The couples that we spotlighted today, John and Christina and Rich and Ruth, are just two of hundreds of remarkable couples that have experienced aftercare through Operation Heal Our Patriots. I know I was refreshed to hear their dedication to their Lord and to their marriages. And as we close today, I want you to hear how you can lift up in prayer couples like these. How can we be praying, first of all, for the ministry and the staff, but then also the the couples? Yeah. This um, this regional structure is new, and and we are um, we began last fall, and and um, still growing in that, and and forming our 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 plan and our vision of all of that. So wisdom mm. about our region uh, chaplain care um, right now, specifically with the whole COVID nineteen uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would ask for wisdom for for all of our chaplains um, as they are um, planning tentative gatherings, but mm-hmm. not sure if they're going to happen and mm-hmm. continuing to um, broaden their expertise in the area of Zoom and social media videos and all this kind of stuff. Just God's wisdom on how best to uh, support these OHOP families mm-hmm. would be welcomed. And then how about the couples? Just as the the virus has added stress into mm-hmm. our home, um, I think you could say it's it's uh, exponentially added into a home where there's um, maybe post traumatic stress mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. other kinds of injuries too. So uh, I would pray for ask for prayer for God's peace in these homes, for courage to reach out when mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. times get tough. Um, for God's spirit to move and, and remind them of, of his work in the past and how he's going to continue working in their future. Please continue to pray for the marriages of these men and women who have sacrificed so much for the freedoms that we enjoy. Samaritan's Purse gladly provides a toolbox of resources through Operation Heal Our Patriots and the aftercare program. But only God can fill the gap and completely renew these relationships. Right now, we're preparing to welcome new couples to Samaritan Lodge, Alaska, for what we pray will be a life-changing moment that God uses for His good. If you know a wounded veteran, please share with them Operation Heal Our Patriots. We'll include information in the show notes on how you can get involved or how a couple can apply. 
the Lord Jesus Christ is truly a miracle worker and no life is beyond healing and restoration. If you are listening and you're depressed or struggling with addiction to pain or um, just struggling with COVID, I encourage you um, to reach out and know that you are not alone. The Billy Graham Evangelistic Association has a 24-hour hotline that you can call for prayer and encouragement. You can call the prayer line toll-free anytime at 888-388-2683. I wanna close with scripture and hope of encouragement. It's been an honor and a joy to watch so many couples be transformed by God and see that their life hasn't ended. Their identity might've been in the military before, but now they can find it in Christ and find that they truly have, God has a plan and a purpose for their life and it is not over. So I wanna read Jeremiah 29, 11 through 15. It says, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. It's truly been an honor to watch people find God's plan and purpose for their life. And so I wanna encourage you today with a portion of President Ronald Reagan's remarks in his second inaugural address in 1985. Here's what he says. The American sound is hopeful, big-hearted, idealistic, daring, decent, and fair. That's our heritage, that's our song. We sing it still. For all the problems, all our differences, we are together as of old. We raise our voices to the God who is the author of this most tender music. End of quote. I encourage you today, I know our world can look desperate, but like Ronald Reagan said many years ago, despite our differences, we are together as of old and we lift our voices to God. I encourage you to remember that God is on his throne. And like we read in Jeremiah 29, 11, he has a plan and his purpose for his people. And when we call upon him, he will answer. So please continue praying for our country. If you wanna hear more about Samaritan's Purse Project, Operation Heal Our Patriots, you can look back on episode three in the podcast and hear powerful stories of transformation and healing. Thanks again for tuning in and have a blessed 4th of July weekend.